0: You are listening to the Hypercubicle, hoping you stay in the loop. It's 4 am, the last day before the weekend. A calm evening, or morning rather. You're in your bed and you spent the last two hours listening to motivational videos on YouTube. The reason? You have an assignment due tomorrow and you needed a very quick motivation boost to focus on the assignment. Three videos should have been enough. Altogether just under two hours long. Excellent stories. You needed this. You cannot move further in life without them. The concept of the videos was already familiar to you though. No surprise given that you have listened to approximately 500 motivational videos in the past year alone. Yet you keep coming back to them because you need to get fired up and attack all the problems you've been putting off until the last moment. You are sure the videos work. It is the same winning formula every time. First the speaker indicates the problem or several problems, wherein you recognize one of yours. Then he or she relates a personal story you empathize with. And, given their background and current success, the speech is unquestionably legitimate. Finally, the speaker addresses you directly with a raised voice and grandiose background music by Hans Zimmer or similar. They reveal that only willpower and focus will bring you forward. Wow. This is exactly what you needed to hear. Would have thought that the solution to all your problems was simply in willpower. You're so pumped up now you could run a marathon. As soon as you finish working out, eating, and cleaning your apartment, you will sit down and focus on the assignments. It's time to change. From tomorrow, you'll be a better person with a passion that you'll work on every single day. Period. Everything will be perfect, including you. The only problem is the classes that start early. Impossible is just an opinion. You've got things under control. Class is about to start. You're extremely tired and late. Again. Just like yesterday. And last week at the meeting with your friends. And the week before that on your date. Not again. Why does it always happen? It's the last time. You are usually punctual. But today was an exception. The bus was running late. As always. Besides, there was bad traffic. And you weren't lucky on the lights. Why do they all turn red when you're in a rush? Never mind. You're sure it won't happen again. Next time you'll plan things better. If it just wasn't for the assignment that you received two months ago that kept you up last night, you would have left your house way earlier. That's fine. At least you managed to finish it by working until 8am. And you're sure it's the best it could be for the limited amount of time you had last night that's fine. You'll start the next one on time. Just after you finish studying for the exam due Wednesday next week. You'll plan things better. Attitude equals everything. Now it's time for the long awaited class. You've got things under control. The class started seven minutes ago, and time crawls. Finally, something to distract you from the class you're paying to attend. Your friend is texting you about the party coming up this weekend. However, last night you decided to cut partying. It's the biggest party of the year, though. But you remember the weekend was reserved for studying for the exams announced three months ago. Never mind, you'll study Monday afternoon. But Monday is movie night with your second group of best friends. Oh, well. In that case, Tuesday will be reserved for studying. It leaves you with three full afternoons where you will be completely focused just on studying. Mondays are for fresh starts. You have to look through the rain to see the rainbow. You've got things under control. You arrived at the party half an hour ago. Turns out it's not as big a deal as your friend announced it to be. But that's fine. You'll stay briefly and leave soon to start learning early tomorrow. It's 3 a.m. You're half drunk and it's finally time to go home. You're one of the last people who remained at the party. The party wasn't that bad after all. You tried most shots from the menu and met people you connected with on Facebook. You paid for a couple of rounds of drinks and surely made new friends. People respect you. Relax, have fun and be happy. Everything happens for a reason. That's the whole point, right? Now a quick kebab and you're ready to go home and sleep. You've got things under control. <sighs> it's 3 PM. You woke up with a terrible headache. You're not capable of thinking clearly from all the pounding in your head. It doesn't take a genius to figure out your hungover. Never mind. You should be perfectly fine. It's not the first time, but you're a hundred percent sure it's the last time. Just as it was the previous 74 times. Never mind. You have to deal with the consequences now. Luckily, you know how to treat the issue. Drink plenty of water, take vitamin C and you're ready. You wish. Anyway, you believe you'll be fine by the time movie night starts. You'll shower later when you feel better. You remember you were supposed to study this afternoon. But since you're not in a state to do it, it'd be senseless to even try. Luckily, you didn't have to vomit this time. Still, seeing it's 4 p.m. and you're hungry, it would make sense to cook something. One of your New Year's resolutions was to cook more often. But actually, cooking is time-consuming, and at this stage, you should only focus on recovering. There's a pizza restaurant nearby which could deliver within 30 minutes, and it doesn't take you long to make up your mind. Pizza it is. The pizza was good. God spoke to you through food. You devoured it. Time for food, coma. Of course. How could you not predict it? You neither have the energy nor strength to wash yourself or study. You will have things under control. Tomorrow. Nothing's under control, and won't be under control tomorrow. Do you know why? Because you're programmed not to be in control. It's called your habits, and they emerge without your permission. You built them over many years and guess what? You will not and cannot drop them within a day. When you encounter an issue, you automatically pick the simplest available solution to the problem. Each time you do something a certain way, it becomes easier and thus it becomes more likely you'll repeat it. Over the long run, your brain's routines will interfere in everything that requires the slightest amount of effort. This is why you're hesitant to tackle your problems and keep postponing the inevitable. Still, once the inevitable happens, you are surprised and disappointed almost as if you didn't know the consequences of continuously putting off whatever it is that you needed to complete. Worse, next time you become emotional and use motivation to undertake action, not knowing that if something has become a habit, you cannot change it with simple motivation and willpower, because the next day your motivation will fade and you're back to where you started from. That is why you keep going back to motivational speakers and the motivational industrial complex which has become a multi billion dollar industry. Only after you understand that it's not in their best interest for you to actually improve will you understand that you cannot count on the motivation and willpower in the long run. Someone boosting your motivation can only drive you to change things in the short term. It may help you to finally go to the gym. But to keep going continuously is part of a habit. And this is what we'll work on today. Conserve your willpower muscles for the things that truly require it. Anything you do is supported by the habits you have. Any change you apply to your life is directly influenced by the change you apply to your habits. All your life accomplishments or failures are directly affected by your habits. If you can take control of your habits, you can take control of how you do things and ultimately take control of your life. However, to form a good habit or drop a bad one, it's essential that you recognize how you formed it in the first place. Why should you do this? Because habits constitute most of your day. Let's look at your habits. Would you say that your days look exactly as you imagine they should look? Can you recognize through your habits the person you aspire to become? Can you say therefore, they're allowing you to lead a meaningful life? And how would you define a meaningful life? Is it success in your career, studies and business? And does success depend more on luck and talent or a habit? You cannot control luck and level of talent, but you sure can control your habits and they influence your success in any area you try to enter. You might possess some exceptional talent. But unless you form a habit around it, you will never develop it. Making slight improvements to anything you do routinely severely impacts your progress over the long term. Your best bet, therefore, is to focus on your habits because you have been repeating them daily for the past however many years since you formed them and will continue to do so indefinitely. Why not put an end to the vicious cycle that is impeding your movement towards success? Try not to make the mistake of focusing on the things you are trying to achieve, but rather focus on the person you want to become. Your undivided attention should be on action, not the outcome, nor the reward at the end. Focusing too much on the reward creates a blockage in your brain that prevents you from going through the necessary steps to achieve your goals. To prevent this, focus on what must be done to stay on the path to the reward, because that's how your brain works whenever you want to change something, you always look at the thing that needs to be changed, rather than habits which led to your failure in the change itself. Repeating the same habits or actions will not lead to a change in what you plan to change. Instead, it will only solidify the already existing negative habit. If for instance, you want to create a habit of reading, instead of completing an entire book within a day, Try applying a daily reading session. Reading 20 minutes daily is more sustainable than finishing a book per day. If you want to start exercising, spending an entire day inside a gym won't contribute to habit building. Instead, focus just on showing up until you make it a habit. Real change is made by applying miniature changes to your routine, which over the long term build up and add volume. And this leads to your new habit becoming automatic, something you do without thinking about it. The reason why your negative habits become automatic so easily is because your brain and body have a limited amount of energy available to them. And to accomplish something, we search for the most efficient methods. Habits are there to save your energy, and they constitute cues, cravings, responses, and rewards. A way to train yourself to form a habit would be to reward yourself after responding to a cue. This works with apes and dogs. So there's a high chance it will work on you as well. Rewards help your brain recognize whether a particular behavior is worth remembering for the future. That is why rewards are also the last step for habit building. When taking a particular action, you are free to claim the reward which is attractive because it brings you satisfaction and motivation to keep repeating the habit. This is the craving. On the other hand, having no reward provides little or no reason to continue the habit, which is why a reward is essential to successful habit building. Keep in mind that external cues and rewards are not the only things that influence our habits. Our internal feelings may also affect them. The reason you form numerous negative habits is because it is simpler than building good habits. The reward comes much sooner, which consequently makes negative habits more attractive. For example, fast food is packed with sugar, which when you consume it results in the release of dopamine, the hormone of happiness. With good habits, unfortunately, the positive effects are usually not directly visible at the early stage. But you can trick your mind and pull the long-term rewards of your good habits into the present moment. The trick to actually sticking to it during the challenging first days is by providing yourself with immediate rewards. Try to think about it in this way. The price of your positive habits is in the present, while the price of negative ones in the future. Acting according to the person you want to become provides you with immediate satisfaction and gratification. You might find it difficult at the start, but the only way to form the habit is by reinforcing it regularly. What we know is that the wrong approach to building a habit would be goal setting. Setting a goal on something is not what will determine its success. A goal is great for setting your direction and focus on what you want to accomplish, and may eliminate negative outside influences. However, the goal won't directly affect the success of the action because it is focused primarily on the outcome, while habits are focused on the process of reaching that outcome. You might have a goal to quit smoking, but unless you build the necessary habits, you will sooner or later stumble. All your outcomes depend on the regular choices you make daily. And today we will show you how to make these choices. Now, Dear listener. It is time to eliminate the habits you perceive as holding you back in your life. Write down all your habits you can think of. Take a look at them and identify how many of them you consider a total waste of time and which you want to keep. To take control of your habits, identify the cues and rewards that produce them. Then change the routine. And your bad habit is eliminated. From now on, your only goal in life is to exterminate them all. Be aware that your success highly depends on the environment around you. So restructure your physical and digital environment, so that you are capable of avoiding the negative cues. If you're trying to quit alcohol, liquor bottles should not be visible anywhere around you. Perhaps unless it's a cheap whiskey bottle you know it's undrinkable. You can send the expensive ones to us though, we'll keep them safe for you. Now, you want to display the positive cues. If you want to start eating more fruits or vegetables, have them visible in your lounge or kitchen and get rid of the sweets. You must keep cucumbers, bananas, pineapples and broccoli in every room of your house now. Next, restrict your usage of smartphones by limiting the use of distracting apps by applying a time limit in the settings. Alternatively, Simply downgrade to an older model to destroy all your habits. We recommend a Nokia 3310. Not a sponsor, but hit us up Nokia. Now, change your schedule. Devote the first hours of the day to working on the project or hobby you want to work on, instead of being of service to other people through your smartphone. It is important to have fun in life, of course, but when you're out there partying, horsing around, Someone out there at the same time is working hard. Someone is getting smarter and someone is winning. Just remember that. That's right. The same is the case for smartphones. Every moment that you spend distracted by a notification from the smartphone, there is someone else developing their skills while their phone is far out of reach. To make a habit an important part of your life, give it an important part of your environment. Next make the habit appealing to you. Commit to it. Make a choice in the present to lock your behavior in the future. Make yourself accountable for the habit. Sign up for a course to learn a foreign language, arrange a meeting with your friend in a gym. If you skip the training, you will disappoint your friend and yourself. Spend time with people who find it normal to practice a habit such as the one you plan to practice. To stop drinking, stop going to the pub. If your group of friends is a group of heavy partygoers and you're trying to quit partying, I'm sorry to be the bearer of bad news, but you're gonna have to stop seeing them. If you don't want to stop seeing them forever, you can at least opt out of going out to drink. What is the likelihood you'll see them in a different context though? If these things don't work and you still find it difficult to commit to the habit, scale the habits down to something extremely simple or quick to do. Scale it down to a two-minute action to make it standard in your life. After that, you can work on optimizing it. Planning for too long will only affect how practical you make the habit to be. Go one step further and automate your habit creation. Or remove the need to create a positive habit by applying things that already take actions for you. For example, if you continuously fail to save money, you may choose to have a certain amount deducted from your monthly income and transferred into your savings account. If you procrastinate by continuously checking certain news websites or social media, add extensions to your browser, such as a website blocker. Invest money in things to improve your health through the habits you're inevitably practicing, such as buying a good mattress and dark curtains for better sleep. For reading, you can listen to audiobooks and finish your daily reading sessions while driving, running, or walking. If your legs ache or you have back pain, Invest in shoes of better quality. Small investments and simple actions may handle many of your daily activities. Improve the quality of your lifestyle and save your time and money in the long term. Sticking to a non-satisfying behavior may be uncomfortable and is certainly no easy task. However, making progress will be satisfying. Simply visualize the progress despite the changes not being visible yet. Going to the gym will not provide you with visible changes immediately. However, you can give yourself a pat on the back with a habit tracker, keeping you from getting off track immediately. Track each instance and you'll see the changes at least in terms of attendance. Jerry Seinfeld is a good example. As a young comedian, he had to practice writing on a daily basis. To keep himself accountable, he decided to place a calendar in his office and for each day he spent writing, he would mark the day in the calendar with a large X. This psychological trick helped him as he had no intention to stop his streak of writing days. The streak holds you accountable. Don't make a big deal out of it if you miss sticking to a habit for one day of the week. Keep the momentum. Just don't miss it the next day. And remember to place a calendar in your workspace. If the habit becomes boring, create an internal story and find a new way to have it become interesting. Most importantly, it means that you are on the road to mastering the habit. Whenever you feel it becoming boring, take the next step. Lifting the same weight in the gym for 10 years is no progress. Eventually, you have to add more weight if you want to see positive changes. This applies to everything you want to change in your life. And finally, reward yourself. With all this in mind, you're equipped with everything that's necessary to become the best version of yourself. You're ready to focus on those habits worthy of pursuit. We're certain you won't go back to the same old negative routine and will instead focus your mind to the endless possibilities available to you through focused habit building and distraction. Right? But don't stop fighting.